my name is Rob Hirschfeld, CEO and co-founder of RackN and your host for the Cloud 2030 podcast. This episode is about making social networks safe. And interestingly, the who we make them safe for is really important because we talked about making them safe for brands and advertisers and communities that want to organize in uh, technical and professional ways, not just in preventing harm for the users or the safety of the users from persecution. We really drilled into Mastodon specifically as a haven for Twitter users and looked at how the federated system that Mastodon uh, uses could actually be a really fantastic commercial model for brands that want to go beyond advertising to focus on content generation and communities and ways to share and build each other up. Um, and that is a fascinating part of how all these things can work. I know you will enjoy the discussion. When I look at the way Musk is destroying Twitter <laughs> yeah. and Facebook's down, well, Meta's downward spiral and the layoffs at Amazon, I don't look at Amazon necessarily in the same light as I would look at the other two, but I keep asking myself the same question. Have we saturated ourselves with social media? Are we That's, over it? Actually, that this is that is the question that I would use to tee up the uh, topic of the day, um, mm -hmm. right? Which which is about social media safety, but fundamentally, I, you know, I'm I'm interested in the genesis of that question, Joanne. Like, how much can we be over social media? Like, is it is it done? <laughs> Excuse me. I, well, I think I think that in some respects, this is why I'm very pro the notion of what Zoom is doing. And although I got smacked on Twitter by a couple of people for my comments about it, I see Zoom as the as the next social network. There, you know, they've added. They've added all the productivity tools that you could want from a business perspective. They're integrating that way. You have the video, you have the voice. I predicted two years ago, two plus years ago, that voice would be the next hottest technology. Mm. And look at us. I mean, none of us are on video. And it's not, you know, last week it was similar and so forth and so forth. It's not to say that we don't want to see each other's, you know, beautiful faces, but it's just what we're in the middle of at the same time as we're doing this. So this started leading me down the road of, well, social media was content production. It's, you know, reach out to those you don't know, form new communities, blah, 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 blah. Okay. We still have a need to connect, but we, we always come back to the same thing. It's still about business for most of us. I, I mean, I think if I look at my Facebook use, uh, I guess I have some cross pollination, but I don't talk any business on Facebook at all. Is, is, would you think that there might be social media for friends and family, and um, and then a, a separate one for business? Is there actually a business social media? Do they need to overlap? 
I I think that there I think Zoom will become will become the business social network as it's adding all these new capabilities. I think LinkedIn has outlived its usefulness in a lot of ways. <laughs> and yeah, I think there's definitely going to be that split. Well, so wait, so, could, could go ahead, Klaus. I'll hold my thought. Well, I, I don't want to interrupt you. I, I can assume to say. I, I mean, the the at some point then is Zoom going to have advertising where like where I could actually target certain types of users and give them ads in Zoom? Um, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think, no, I don't think that's... I need, I don't, we need, go ahead. I'll, I'll explain why I'm asking. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying from a revenue perspective. I think it's going to become the... It's not going to have ad revenue. I think it'll sell itself as the next version of office ultimately right because yeah. they have a, they're doing the whiteboard stuff they they've done all the slack stuff they've they've made all of these advancements you don't really need advertising revenue if you can create the walled garden and you can do it for the individual enterprises that will want to keep, you know, have like their internal, this is our mass productivity tool. You have everything, you have your email, your calendar, your Slack stuff, your chat, you can take things in and out, you can whiteboard. This is your new productivity tool, right? Um, mm. Putting I, that out yeah. as a walled garden for a large enterprise would be would be mint. I, I would be more likely to do it from Slack, add Zoom capabilities to Slack, then I would be to go pull my Slack stuff into Zoom. But I could see it going either either way. I guess the, the, the challenge that I have, and this is we're asking a lot about with Twitter going away, is how do I reach people who want to be part of, let, let's take the commercial side out of it, because you know definitely you're asking how does RackN reach potential customers um, mm -hmm. You know, with LinkedIn being so chaotic, um, with Twitter being gone, with, you know, it's, you know, uh, nobody liking email solicitation from that perspective and buying a list. Right. But take that out. Just where do I go to find a community? Um you know, and, and tell people like, hey, I, you know, we, we're doing this really cool roundtable discussion. You should come join us. Um, well, I just created a Mastodon account, so I'm now Digital Catalyst. Um, which one did you pick? I didn't pick. It picked for me. Just ah, got social. Okay. But I did do hashtag TechTadon. Okay. So we could all find each other. And I put it out oh, on Twitter. Okay. You put that in your profile? No, I, I put it on my first message. And then I put uh, it on Twitter and I'll keep putting it. How did you spell that? Tech? Tech Tedon. T E D O N. Uh, just a second. Let me look. You're making me work. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> o D O N. It's, uh, no, it's Tech Tedon. Sorry. It's capital T E C H 
T-A-D-O-N-S. T-A-D-O-N-S. Yeah. But I was very surprised that it chose the server for me. I assume I can switch, but maybe it's because Canada has been slower on the uptick. I don't know. I have no I, idea. I, 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 I don't I don't see you, or at least I I can't find you in in, in a search. Um but um it, it could could also be that the server I'm on is not federating with the one that you that you are using. Okay, so what is your handle on Mastodon? Uh I'd rather not divulge mine, but uh, Rob, you, you can. Mine is I am Zeekel at at Hackyderm IO. Let me find my. See if is there an easy way for me to. Here's here's my link. Uh, Zeekel happily is available everywhere, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't have any trouble getting my handle usually. Okay, wait a second. Let me let me. Alphabetically disadvantaged. Alphabetically. <laughs> Okay, now what do I do with this? I mean, I literally I'm just still trying to. I'm still trying okay, to figure it out. You. And I sent that just to Joanne. Sorry, Klaus, you already know. have it. You don't need mine. And I'm, I'm just while well, you guys are doing that, I, I might as well take my turn on the soapbox. Um, Please, this is probably going to be the the challenge in, in in reaching communities going forward with with Mastodon because their your your content is is not guaranteed to reach those communities specifically you, you you will have to do the legwork to join the communities specifically and host there so in in a sense it, it, this this is going to be a, a lot more similar to how uh a social media consumer works as opposed to a social media producer um so may, may, maybe we should have the great equalizing. Maybe it will. Um, I just, it's bizarre how quick it is to, I'm looking at the federated timeline and I'm looking at this thing going, this is a whole other world, <laughs> um, which is perfectly fine. I just have to spend the time to, you know, find my way around. But uh, if everybody goes to one server, then I guess it would be easier, but. Well, the, the goal is to be able to have mod different moderation requirements, right. different topic pieces. Um, and so I think, I mean, this is, this is a lot of what we were you know talking about for the, this topic is does this, right. So we're on servers that are fundamentally owned by Chris Nova, who is the ultimate moderator and has rules and governance of what is expected behavior or not. And so at that point, it's easy enough for Chris to say, I don't want you, I don't, you know, you're violating, you're gone. And they're the, they're the, you know, overlord of that server. Um, does that make it safer? <laughs> is that right? And because, you know, if you want to say That's whatever you want, you can just get your own server, federate it, and go. And if you're a toxic, if that server becomes toxic, I, you know, I guess people would ban it and wouldn't share content with it. It, it I, I think it, it, it is safer. Like I, I, at least it, it's safer as a whole, because 
no single person can ban you from the entire Fediverse. So, so this that like in terms of interaction, like this is closer to um to I I I would say like that this this feels a uh, uh, Mastodon feels like a hybrid between Twitter and Reddit. Yeah, and and, and that the, the Fediverse <laughs> servers are like subreddits. Right. Uh, and each one has their own uh, admin and, and their own rules. And yes, some of them may have uh, despotic uh, admins uh, that you don't want to deal with. Uh, but as long as they're like, and, and as long as they're federated, like you can still observe them. Um, and and yeah, it's it, it 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 is a fundamental shift from Twitter. Like this is definitely not Twitter. Uh, it's definitely not Reddit either because the the interaction model is different. Um, but compared to Twitter, I would say that this is safer because there is no ultimate potentially arbitrary uh, admin. Uh, to which there there is no appeal process. Like so, in, in, right. imagine Twitter right now. If Elon Musk decides decided that what you tweeted is not nice, you you get banned from Twitter. Like you, you have no That's option true. other than creating another account, uh, and 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 that's probably against terms of service anyway. Correct. And I mean that was happening in some ways even with before. It was just more subtle, right? You would get people who would be kept on the platform instead of being banned for, you know, it's ultimately at Jack's discretion, right? Yep. Um, or or, or, or at the, the revenue department's discretion. Like, the, the, like take, take the opposite, for example, like, like what you brought up is, is that there's people who should not have stayed on Twitter because what they posted was, Definitely against the rules, but because they produced so much engagement, they were okay. the rules were bent for them. And I'm not going to name names, but I, I'm pretty sure that we, we are all thinking of the, the, the same subset of people. Actually, you can name one, Musk himself. <laughs> but uh yeah no and 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 definitely politicians and and right they they bent the rules for people they thought were public yeah. public sufficient public figures um and so yeah it, it's this is one of those to me it's like democracy is the worst system of government except for all the other ones um type of flavor it could be that you know all we've done is we've made the 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 uh, you know put up firewalls here or distributed the decision making for the same same thing and you're going to have this you know some people who are very lax about it and some people who are very strict about it and uh we're going to end up with weird a weird sorting it, it is a weird hybrid so so the, the one thing that that we that we are losing with mastodon is a uniform um content uh auditing or 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 restriction like it, there's nothing that 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 prevents 
like Alice from uh, uh, from uh, creating a, a, a Mastodon server that that produce that that just posts illegal content and and creating it against Bob's and and, and uh, Bob servers. Like it, it is up to Bob to say, hey. I don't like the content that Alice is producing. I'm going to need, I'm going to blacklist her server. Right. Um, but ultimately, um, it, it brings control closer to the to the consumers, which I think is ultimately better. And, and, and maybe I'm naive, but 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 I I I still choose to believe in the. In the ultimate goodness of the masses, even so though would, they can sometimes be but, misled. But would I mean from that perspective, and this ties back interestingly in, in some ways to our SaaS conversation, we could get to a point where you know uh, for Hackyderm, Chris is is basically it's a full time job to moderate. They have sufficient volume. They can see you know what for this to main, to for me to maintain the community at the place where you all like it. I I am going to have to charge you five dollars a month for that infrastructure, and that will include moderation to my community standards. And are we going to see paid serve you know paid servers from that perspective? And then 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 they can say you know but instead of charging you for it, I'm going to sell. We have a tech audience. We're going to sell ads um, as long as it's tech products and services. We have a we have a match. There, it, it, there it might happen, yeah. Uh, and it, I, I wouldn't be surprised also if Mastodon uh, started, and I don't know if the, if the ability exists now, but like provide the ability to transfer your your profile. Like, am I, I able to that. export mm-hmm. my profile from Hackyderm and, and import it into Mastodon.social? It would be nice to have forwarders, forwarders, and and I'm assuming this stuff will start happening really quickly from that perspective, where you could say, you know, I'm not happy with the moderation here. I want to, I want to migrate to another server. Please leave a forwarder for me. Yeah. Um, rather than just not, because that that is one thing that made ha- made signing on to any server sort of scary. It's like, okay, we, I, I'm I'm now establishing my identity tied to a server. And if I want to move it, that's why a lot of people still have what Yahoo and AOL email addresses. Exactly, uh, <laughs> and and we will probably see like the, the the same kind of uh, Mastodon services popping up as for for email. Um, the the only the only difference is that 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 or the the, the big difference is that. Because it is public content, there's going to be a lot more pressure on the, on the maintainers to um, to moderate. Mm. Um, so, uh, I mean, there are all moderation tools, of course, which can mitigate a lot of the work. But ultimately, yeah, I, I think. There's going to be either a subscription model or a donation model or or, or something that 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 will need to happen. I I actually like this idea of of safe advertisers, 
Right. I, I don't mind seeing ads from certain advertisers. I actually like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, it's a reasonable thing to sort of opt in and say, yeah, okay. If Dell's going to send me ads, I'm probably going to ignore them because I don't want to see what, you know, whatever they're selling, but I don't mind seeing ads for Dell's. It, it's, it's related to me professionally. Um, I, I don't mind seeing ads as at all. Uh, what what I what I do mind is if the ads are too intrusive. Like yeah. If right. if the ad is on a side panel that does not interrupt the content that, that I'm consuming, sure, that's fine. I mm. I, I can see that. Uh, and it's great. I, I can see that that the content is relevant to me, perhaps. Uh, but if the ad starts being put in line, well, that interrupts my flow. I, I don't like it. I, I might get upset. If the ad starts playing sound or video, well, well, well <laughs> I definitely don't me. want to see that. If it's a pop-up or pop-under or, or, or anything else like that, yeah, definitely not. And, 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 that, and that is... And that is ultimately what what why a lot of people started using ad blockers, yeah, uh, to the point where where now that ad blockers are, are basically are mandatory because if you if you look at any kind of news publications homepage, oh my goodness, like it, it's 70 percent ad, like in terms of screen real estate, and and the content is just absolutely buried under uh, yeah. Reddit's. Well, quote unquote, new UX is it, not much better with with that either. Like they they, they tried to make it too Facebook, like in my opinion. Um. So so yes, it, this could certainly become a as much of a problem as it is a solution as well. well go ahead, Joe. Sorry, you know, if if I take those two comments, both of which are very valid, it would probably. I think we're probably going to come to a point where sponsored by might be the price of admission for a brand that wants to have a presence on something like Mastodon or whatever. I mean, you could, you would probably want to have part of your, you might want to have part of your thread come from, you know, um, Deladon, you know, the Dell server. I think this is going to push brands to create their own servers. Oh, that's an interesting mm-hmm. idea. So they would, and if, that's if how you had a brand server, then you could, then then they could actually um, have paid cross posting or paid Correct. placement of their own content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I mean, you, you already see that that is sponsored by, like, like even like Chris Short had, had like his newsletter while it was still going had been, Sponsored by um, uh, Honeycomb. Honeycomb yeah, took uh, over Honeycomb. all the sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Um, like DevOps Weekly mm-hmm. is sponsored typically by Stackhawk, mm-hmm. um, and, and several other newsletters. They 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 have their sponsoring place, which means that they they get the like the, the first couple of lines of the newsletter is dedicated to their product. But it, right. but it's. It's that's okay because it is clear that it's a spot that that's sponsored content, and after that you have the regular content which is not which is not intruded by that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Podcast too, that's right, and it's it's related. It's related. The thing I like about that stuff it's related content. 
you're sponsoring stuff where your audience, you know, who's you're into an audience that's likely to be interested in the in the material. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. that, that this might also be uh, a, a big disruption with how ad networks end up working. Like you, you um, like with, with an ad network, you you're basically you're paying for impressions. Uh um, and you when when you sign up for an ad campaign, you have to pick the demographic that you want to target. Mastodon I might, might actually make picking that demographic easier. I but and and this is exactly think back many months ago to my concept of notums mm -hmm. and the federated model that I was trying to describe. To me, Mastodon is the embodiment of that in the sense of you can you can truly target your market in a geographic way that you couldn't before because you can support a local server and more and more nodes would be added on. I mean, I could see a brand like, I don't know, um, Mandela's or InBev creating its own Mastodon server and, you know, encouraging folks that are very much into beverages, you know, um, uh, because they own like 200 different brands or the technology around, you know, uh, robotic or automated dispensers, they would encourage people to follow that server. Dell would do the same with, with tech. Um, consumer brands for sure would jump on this in a big way. And I think that this is going to disrupt not only the content delivery networks and the ad networks, I think it's also going to disrupt how large enterprises communicate product information before it's made. Like think about Nike, hmm. right? They put out their, their site where you can configure their shoes or whatever, and they literally use that data to decide where they're going to produce and how much they're going to produce because it's now componentized production and designed for consumer methodologies where they just take the piece parts of different pieces in different colors, put them together, and voila, you have your customized shoe. So direct to consumer from manufacturing is going to push this kind of an idea, this notion of federation in a way that they were never successful at with Twitter. I can see that so, as being possible. Um, hmm. I can see also, like e even if companies don't go into the Mastodon server space. Um, I, 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 can, I can see Mastodon still being successful. And, and I think it would be valid to draw a, a parallel between how Mastodon is operating now and news groups, like yeah. 10, 20 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but because it's the same kind of community, uh, Mastodon allows a little bit of a, a little bit more of bleeding between 
communities than, than news groups did. Right. But no, um, the, the interaction model is, is very similar, I think. And 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 with news groups, we, we saw that also also that um, the model where you had several larger servers, typically operated by universities or by um, by telecoms, uh, as well as smaller servers. Um, they they lived for like they, they they were popular for quite a long time they're still living a lot of them so um i see this as a good sign for mastodon's longevity hey i the more we talk about it the more i feel like the model has ripples that could really translate into very safe i mean the the original thought was safe but commercially friendly um strategies because brand i mean sure. as brands you want you want more control everything we're describing is giving people more control in the in the federated space and, the, and we're we've concretely defined benefits of federation to commercial entities where right it's it's a little bit more work than having a centralized authority you can go buy an ad with but potentially from a brand reputation protection and propagating information, you can say, yeah, here's ads, but here's also status of our service and, you know, how to's and community forums where we're discussing things about our product. Um, and that's incredible. That's a lot better than an ad. Yeah. For sure. Like if Mastodon were, were introduced, introduced the ability to, let's say in your home, in your timeline, intersperse, a certain percentage of content from a different federated server. Yeah. That would already be the inception of an ad network. Because it A, it, it lets the ad sellers buy percentage of, of visibility on, on other federations, but it would also allow the, the server manager itself to decide how much the of of the quote unquote ad space they want to sell. I boy, I <laughs> I'm, I'm so, we're making me sad that I'm I'm already so committed into my current my current role because there's there I feel like there is a concrete opportunity to be helping brands build this type of um, hybrid social media community presence. And it's a unique opportunity because the, the the train wreck of Twitter is causing churn in the market that wouldn't have existed before. Like I've watched, I, I, I did some, like when we set up Cloud 2030, originally I was trying to use Mighty Networks and I never could find a way to spend enough time to build traction in that little silo. But what we're describing with the Federation, I could have built a Cloud 2030 server and then... Um, you know, connected it into the, the rest of the things. And it might've been actually more, well, still it wouldn't happen without Twitter's implosion. No, but, but I mean, it is opening a whole hornet's nest of things because do you as a brand, and I'm trying to be devil's advocate here, Please. jump on the metaverse notion and, and try and build yeah. that out? Or do you take the more logical 
direct approach and say, I'm going to build it on Mastodon instead or become federated with Mastodon. I, now, to me, what, Mastodon is the better choice. I would put money on um, 10 years from now, Mastodon will have VR, VR rooms and interactions. I would what, put it at two years, but two years. yes. I, no, because no, 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 because this is what we've described in the past, right? You have properties where you are building communities and they, they interact with you. I think you're right. Text is, is text and audio are sort of first-class citizens. You got to get those right. Yeah. You have to get them right. And I would say, you know, like that's why my first choice would be zoom. My second might be Mastodon, but in terms of the opportunity, Oh, you could put this together so fast in a go-to-market for, we'll get your Mastodon server up and running. You'll have direct access, direct control. Nobody's selling your data. Monetize it however you want. I mean, why wouldn't you put a Cloud 2030 up there? Uh, It's going to cut. But I think this is where it comes back to the opportunity for brands is they have to... Um, I wouldn't do cloud 2030 because of the time commitment to actually build, build and maintain the community. Um, I think brands are going to have the same challenge. They're going to, they, they want to have a community and they need to figure out how to make it happen. Um, or they need to have somebody invest in the moderation and boots just like they had to build their social media teams. Yeah. But the difference in this case is they do a one click install on DigitalOcean. Like, this is where I thought Edgevana would go mm. into this kind of stuff as opposed to the blockchain stuff or <laughs> crypto stuff. This has been a really interesting conversation. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope this was an enjoyable conversation. Please come and follow us, follow me at vehicle at the uh, techyderm.io uh, site. Uh, I am now moving to Mastodon and uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, looks like most people have fled Twitter, uh, like uh, you would, uh, horses leaving a burning barn. So um, we will continue having these conversations. They are just Zoom meetings and a roundtable, no social media presence required. And I hope you will come in and add your voice to it. We want your questions and thoughts at the 2030.cloud. You will see our full schedule. And uh, please be part of it. I'm looking forward to talking with you. Thank you for listening to the Cloud 2030 podcast. It is sponsored by RackN, where we are really working to build a community of people who are using and thinking about infrastructure differently. Because that's what RackN does. We write software that helps put uh, operators back in control of distributed infrastructure, really thinking about how things should be run and building software that makes that possible. If this is interesting to you, uh, please try out the software. We would love to get your opinion and, and, and hear how you think this could transform infrastructure more broadly. Or just keep enjoying the podcast and coming to the uh, discussions and you know, laying out your thoughts and how you see the future unfolding. 
It's all part of building a better infrastructure operations community. Thank you.